Hello folks, welcome back to RLS podcast, the RLS podcast, um, and another episode solo, another kind of short-ish episode um, where, yeah, I'm just going to be blethering a little bit, just about a, a kind of, I don't call it a subject, but something that I've I've kind of been thinking about the past couple of years. Um, I will elaborate on that in a second. Um, but just like another thing on the podcast, like to be fair, I'm on episode six to eight now, and I have not necessarily got many guests lined up for the immediate future. So I'm looking to hopefully bring in a heap of guests for the next series and really kind of dedicate a little bit more time to the podcast. Because if I'm being honest, like a lot of my time and a lot of my energy has been has been spent on organizing this live event that I'm running next month. Um, it's taken up a lot of a lot of stress, a lot of worry. Um, and it's kind of it's kind of grabbing my creative spark to actually come up with podcast episodes. Um, I sometimes do podcast episodes like completely off the cuff and just kind of speak. But sometimes I will sometimes I will also remember to see if I'm recording this, which I am. Um, yeah, I'll sometimes do them off the cuff, but I'll also sometimes have them like planned to a T if there's some like information that I'm wanting to put forward. Um but today's episode is it's kind of short and it's kind of just like a it's kind of like a mindset that I believe we suffer from a lot in this part of Scotland. Um, look, we most of us that are listening and are probably going to be you're probably going to be my clients. You're probably going to be people from around the area. You're probably going to be from Forfar or somewhere near. Or you might be from Jamaica. So this might not make a lot of fucking sense. You might be from um, you might be from London. You might be from. Germany, you might be from, you could be from any city, any country in the world, I don't know. Sometimes I got some random lessons from some random places in the world, um, which is cool. But you might be able to relate. You might come from a small town in Uzbekistan. Who knows? Um, but the idea is small town mentality. And what that actually means, what it meant for me um, a couple of years back, <clears throat> and what it now means now. Um, so I'll take you through kind of like my journey and I'll, again, I always get a little bit like meh about speaking about my own journey. I would love to speak about like someone else's, but this is just what happens when you come up, when you go off the cuff, you can talk about your own experience. Um, and yeah, to be fair, so many clients that I've had feel this way and so many people that I've spoken to also feel this way. Now I'm not about to bash like for, for carry any of these small times. I'm actually about to almost do the opposite and I'm going to help you look at how you can kind of overcome this, this feeling. Um, so look, like if we go back two years ago, three years ago, um, just come back from Australia, I'd only been back like six or seven months. Like I came back in the August and then COVID hit in the March of next year. Now COVID has a lot to do with this. If I'm being honest, like COVID has a lot to do with this. It's not just, it's not just the fact that, I was frustrated at my life at, at this point. And it wasn't just because I hated Forfar. Because um, I don't hate Forfar. I most definitely don't hate Forfar anymore. But there was a time when I came back from Australia, I detested it because it, was not, it wasn't Sydney. When you go from living somewhere so, so big and so vast and so sunny, and look, there's still a little bit of this thing inside of me that it kind of hurts and it kinda, it's still kind of touchy. And I still get this little weird feeling inside me when I'm like, I used to live there and I was living far for it. But I'm, I've done a lot of work on it over the past couple of years to really try and overcome that feeling. Um, and yeah, obviously you live in Sydney, you're beach, there's beaches everywhere, there's sun pretty much every single day of the year. I mean, other than the odd thunderstorm. Um, <clears throat> it's like a big city life. 
Um, there's heaps of bars, heaps of restaurants. For someone that's young, like you won't run out of places to go and eat and places to go and drink. And just, it's a fucking good vibe. Like it is, oh my God, I just said vibe. I said that word that I really, I don't like. I've got certain words that make me cringe and vibe is one of them. I just don't think that that's something that should come out of my mouth. But anyway, um, and it's it's class. Like, honestly, it's class. And if I'm being honest, I, in the grand scheme of things, enjoyed living there more than I do in Forfar. It's more my kind of place. Like, I'm going to call myself an entrepreneur. <laughs> that's another cringe word. Um, I'm going to call myself someone that's like growth mindset, someone that has quite like a, a, a vision for more. Um, and sometimes the constraints of living in a place like Forfar, can, you can almost feel trapped and you can almost feel like nobody gets it. And some of you people listening to this might feel this way as well. And I know heaps of people within my program feel this way. They feel trapped within the place that they live, especially if they live in Brecon. Sorry, I'm, I keep, no, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Brecon's an easy place to bash, but it's not actually that bad. And can, like, it's nowhere, it's not any worse than like what, Forfar and Kitty and that are. Anyway, let's not get into that political battle. Um, that was the best coffee shop in in Scotland, I'm going to say. Maze on Dew. If you've not been to a coffee there, then go. Um, but what I'm basically talking about is like small town mentality. And for me, when I think about small, small town mentality, I'm not thinking about necessarily a person. I'm just generally thinking about in the grand scheme of things, how a small town like this can mold you into a person if you allow it to. And the characteristics, I don't want to stereotype, but the characteristics tend to be things like low ambition, comfort, um, an unwillingness to go and try new things and to go to new places, going to the same places every week because it's what you know, the same pubs, the same restaurants, doing the same walks, having the same routine. There's no there's no difference. It's all kind of samey-same. And... This is kind of like something that, I mean, when you're in Scotland and when you're in this part of the world, if, as we've known from the past like seven months, it's rained a lot. The weather's been shit. It's been cold. We've not really seen the sun. Um, and it's it's been a little bit, like, I don't know, I never want to use the word depressing because I don't feel that way. But it's been a little bit miserable at times if you allow it to make you feel miserable. Now, the science is there for us all to see. More sun, more vitamin D3, more ability to be outside equals happier people on average. We actually find this from when we look at people in countries where there's more sun, more often, they tend to be happier as an average. The UK, um, I'm trying to think of the actual statistics, can't remember them if I'm being honest, but the UK has some of the highest levels of depression, mental health problems, anxiety, um, and a lot of it is down to the environment and the conditions that we're put that we're put in that we're born in, um, because of the weather and because of the economy and because of the political side of things and because of the cost of living crisis and things like that. They're having a big, massive factor and the lifestyle of people that live here. Again, I'm not bashing the lifestyle, but the lifestyle very much entails the things that I just discussed: going to the same places, doing the same things, alcohol and drugs are fucking just they're sky high just now. Like you need to go out and for for and going to the pub on a Saturday night, and it's fucking ripe. Like, obviously, people are drinking. There's nothing wrong with drinking. There's nothing wrong with going out because sometimes there really isn't much else to do. And this is part of the issue that I had when I first came back. I was like, what the fuck else is the for? What else is there for me to do other than go out, bevy, get absolutely fucked, stay out till four in the morning, and then wake up on Sunday and then go and scran a whole load of food 
and then wake up on Monday and go and start this job that I didn't want to do and fucking feel pretty shit and get into that never-ending cycle of Monday to Friday, super-duper shit, don't really have anything else on my plate. Um, I'm beginning to despise the environment that I live in. I'm beginning to drive through Forfar and literally this is like, this is what I used to do. I used to drive through Forfar and just like look at the place and look at the people and look at everything. By the way, like I'm not speaking to you directly. I'm speaking generally. This was my problem, by the way. I'll get on to that. Um, and just fucking despise the whole place. Like genuinely despise the whole place. And it used to make me angry driving through and walking through. Like all I had to do during COVID was go for walks with a dog. And I'd get so bored of walking in the same places. I get so bored of seeing the same things and the same people. Um, and I just got so, so frustrated. And there was so much resentment within me. And it, a lot of it came from the fact that I had been to Australia and I had been traveling and I had seen parts of the world and I knew what it could be like. Like, it was almost like a blessing in disguise, like, that I kind of got to go. It wasn't really a blessing in disguise, but, like, I got home before COVID had started because I could have been, like, waiting on a visa and then COVID could have been the thing that chucked me back here. However, I kind of got, I kind of made that um, choice myself. Um, I regretted it for a while, but at this point in my life, I'm I'm more than happy. And what I had found is that I kept saying things like, if only I could get out of this place, I'm stuck in this shithole, I hate it. And to elevate my experience and to elevate my days in Forfar, I had to do things like drink and I had to go out constantly because it was like, this is the only thing that's given me any ounce of excitement. And again, in COVID, like I, st- I couldn't do that either. So you could see why depression and stress were so high during COVID because people were already frustrated with the life that they were living. A lot of people were. Um, and then they couldn't, they didn't have any outlet. They didn't have anything to do. They couldn't even really exercise. Hence why so many people were running because that was like an outlet that you could do. You could just leave your front door and you could run. Um, that's why a lot of people ended up doing 5Ks. And thank God we did have that 5K craze because I think it would have went mental. Um, I actually started running like pretty consistently during during lockdown and got quite good at it. But that's another story. Um, but thank God for it. <clears throat> and the thing that I need like every single one of you to think about. If you're from Blair Gowrie, Kerry, sorry, if you're, unfortunately, if you're from Blair Gowrie, um, sorry, I'm adding a few people there. Um, Blair Gowrie's not even that bad either. I, I shouldn't be speaking bad about these places. Um, but if you're from like any of these small places, like even like Dundee, like in the grand scheme of things, Dundee is much bigger, but um, you may still have the same mindset if you're from there. You may still have the same problems and the same kind of wants to get out of the place. And you may still see that small town mentality a lot of people also relate small town mentality to like gossip and to you can't say if there's a bit of gossip going about about someone then fucking (laughs) there's a good chance you're going to find out and it's probably going to have had arms and legs it's like um my brother's dog's cat cheated on his missus and by the time that gets back to you it's fucking there's a pig flying in the reed park it's it's always it's always mental and always just it works in strange ways but the thing that i see about small small town mentality is that what can you actually do about it now i personally now think like there is possibly something i can do about it through the means of coaching so many people but if you're now sitting and you're a joiner you're a plumber you're working in tesco can you do something about it possibly on a very small scale you can maybe smile you can be nice to people you can have conversations with your friends. There's maybe not a whole lot you can do about the mentality of a whole town. Um, however, 
well then that's when you've got to consider then what can you do can if you can't change the mentality of a town and you can't change the way the town is you can't open restaurants and bars and you can't build a beach along the road at the Forfar Lock for everyone to go to and everyone be brilliant and happy then what can you do well you can look within and you can look at yourself and you can look at how can I actually begin to view this differently and what I see time and time again with people that have this problem and people that are getting frustrated like they want to get out and they want to then go I need out of Forfar I need a plan to get out of here by the way that is option A that is an option there's no doubt about that you can do that and I believe that traveling in itself like I've just had a couple of friends that are away traveling to Thailand and I fucking know they're going to love it and um, I obviously went to Australia. I know heaps of people that went over there and it absolutely like changed their life. It was the best experience of their life. And that helped them really see what is possible. And look, I've still got like the people that I went out to Australia with, I think at least five of them are still living there and they still have uh, they still have visas. There is times where I'm jealous. I'm not going to lie. <coughs> I'm jealous of how they live in Australia. But I also have to say to myself, like life's worked out. Like it has worked out and I've made it work out because of doing exactly what I'm about to discuss. Sorry, I'm just a little bit of indigestion. Um, so I think what you do need to now do is you need to, you do need to look at yourself. Like you do need to look at what is it that, what is it within you that's making you hate the small town mentality? And the, someone framed this really well the other day. I'm probably going to butcher this. It's that the only people that complain about small town mentality and small town attitudes are the people that are still within the small town mentality. The only reason you will complain about it is if you are partaking within it. I used to complain about, oh, I fucking hate this town, blah, 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 blah. It's because I was partaking in the fucking activities and in the discussions that made it a small town. I was gossiping. I was out every single weekend fucking getting bloated in the same pubs. I was going to the same places, doing this. They're just doing the same things over and over again and complaining about it. Everyone knows the fucking definition of an insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It's the same thing with small town mentality. If you keep fucking partaking in the things that make that small town mentality, then you are part of the problem. Um, let's be absolutely honest. And I was part of the problem. It just sounds so fucking contradictory right now when I think about it. But I was sitting at home after a night out, being out till 4am, absolutely smashed, doing fucking stupid things. And then I was like, oh my God, I hate this town. I just hate this town. And I'm like, well, Ryan, make something change. Do something different. So the way that I had to then look at it was, it's a, there's a lot of different kind of prongs to this approach. There's a lot of different things that you need to consider. And by the way, it is not easy. Like it's not easy to get out of this cycle because there's a good chance that your friends are still partaking in the same activities that you want to get away from. There's a good chance that you're still going to be within those environments. There's a good chance that you're still going to be in those group chats. You're still going to be exposed to those things that are happening. You're going to go to the workplace. You're going to have the same conversations. You're going to be having a conversation with a guy who's like, mm -hmm, I hate this, hate that, hate that. And there's a lot of negativity that's flowing around. And for you to step away from that and step away from the norms and become like almost like a trailblazer, someone that, really goes, you know what, fuck that, I'm going to remove myself from that. That's hard because it's uncomfortable and people are going to judge you and people are going to go, why are you not coming out anymore? Why are you not doing this anymore? Why are you not, why are you not conforming to the norms? Because it makes them uncomfortable to see you doing different things and it makes them uncomfortable for you to go against the grain. Um, and this can happen in all walks of life. This can happen with generally just what I'm talking about, small, small town mentality, but it can be 
in comparison in comparison to anything anytime you go against the grain there are going to be people that judge you and if you're weak i'm going to say weak as a broad broad statement if you're weak and if you allow people's opinions to affect you you're going to fucking you're going to go oh scared going to drop back into that small small town mentality because what happens is you feel comfortable there because it's what you know so as i said by no means is it easy but a lot of the time we need to start with our monday to friday We've got to start with our working week. Now, don't get me wrong, you might work shifts, your working week might not look just like a simple Monday to Friday, nine to five. Um, typically, the weekend is fine because it's our time off and it's our time where we play football, it's our time where we go and do a hobby, it's our time where we go and have a day out or a night out. And usually we're pretty happy on Saturday, Sunday. That's our time off and that's our time to be kind of doing what we want. So what's broken tends to be Monday to Friday. And for me... There are one, two, three, four, five, six different approaches when it comes to this. Now, probably the first and hardest one is, is your job fulfilling your needs? Is your job fulfilling your needs? Now, this is a really hard one. Now, you may be in a job right now that you fucking despise, that you don't like. Um, and that's difficult. Like, that's difficult because when it comes to actually making money, especially in this current climate, it's hard. It's not easy at all. Well, are you making enough money in that job? That's the first thing. Do you actually enjoy that job? Is there actually personal and um, is there personal growth? Is there actually growth for your career? Is there self-development within this job? The perfect job, I would say, is one that you enjoy, you make enough money, and there's a ladder to climb. There's there's growth within that job. Is it always fucking as simple as that? Absolutely not. Like, no, it's not. If it was, everyone would be happy as Larry and they'd have a great job. Not everyone has a job that they love and that's okay. But what I then figure is that we need to have a a path or a plan, especially as someone that's young. I'm maybe not speaking to someone here that's 50, 60 years old, someone that's been working in the same job for 20 odd years. I can be if you want me to be speaking to you, but this is more me approaching like an 18, 19, 20, 21 year old, someone maybe even up to 30 that isn't currently happy in their job. Your job fulfilling your needs is important because there's a good chance that it's about 75% of your week. Your 75% of your awake week is going to be working. There's probably a good chance of that. So is it fulfilling those needs? Are you making enough money? Are you enjoying it? And is there personal growth within that? If there is not, then something that you can obviously think about is a hobby or something that you do on the side, something that you actually enjoy. How can you turn that into, uh, how can you make that consumable for someone? How can you make that an online platform? How can you make that something that you actually make a little bit of money on the side for? How can you, like, for example, like I know a couple of people that maybe do, they do their job and then they do a bit of car washing because they love cars. I know like a few people, I've got a couple of clients, one's a painter, one works in a leisure center and they're doing their PT qualification. It's going to be different for every single person, but more and more in this modern world, there are so many people with side hustles. There are so many people chasing. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be their full-time job, but, but they are doing a bit on the side to fill the cup, to make them more fulfilled and happy. And eventually, if you fucking go hard enough at it, you never know, it might end up become, becoming your main job. And um, that's pretty much how I started this. I'm not saying that you need to do the same thing, but more and more over the next 10 years, there will be, there's going to be, everyone's almost going to have a business. I guarantee you give it five, 10 years, all the youth of today are going to have some sort of business. It's, it's getting more and more popular. 
Um, so is your job fulfilling your needs? This is one of the main things that I would tackle because it's such a massive component of your life. And if you enjoy your job, then small town mentality, maybe you don't feel like you finish on a Friday and go, thank fuck, geese a pint. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. I'll keep reiterating that. There's nothing wrong with wanting a pint after your work. And there's nothing wrong with going out, but it's repeating the same behavior over and over every single weekend and not enjoying it is that's where the problem lies. The second point is probably the second most important point is, is your health actually in a positive place? Do you physically feel healthy? Do you mentally feel healthy or is there a problem there? So a phys physically healthy body and a mentally healthy mind is going to be one that can make much more rational choice, is one that can make much more rational decision. And we can be talking about sleep, nutrition, physical development through training, hobbies, sports, activity. And why I think this is so important is because if you really do have nothing to look forward to in the town that you live in, then having a hobby, having a sport, going to the gym, playing football, climbing Monroe's, whatever it is, having something else to distract you, not to distract you, but to, from you to step away from everyday life. I speak to so many guys that play football and when they come to football, they're like, oh, fucking thank fuck I'm at football. Like they just get away from everything. And having that, I believe, is absolutely crucial because it allows you to see like if you're healthier within your mind and your body, you see the world in a fucking much more clearer, um, clearer way. Like it's not all dull and it's not all dreary because your health's not in a good spot. Um, if your sleep is poor, then you wake up cranky every morning. There's a good chance you get fucking pissed off a little bit more at the town that you live in if you're not happy there. If your nutrition's not on point and you're overweight and you're unhealthy and you've got health problems, then yeah, obviously you're going to kind of not be as happy. Um, so I believe that getting your health in a good spot is going to be one of the main things. And you know what? If you can't change your job, I would almost put this as number one priority. Um, get your health physically and mentally in a good spot and everything else then around about that becomes so much easier because you then just got more energy to to drive that change, to drive that, that mindset shift. Um, third one is like, are you still just getting smashed every weekend and forgetting all your worries? only for them to come back with a vengeance. Now, I probably quoted this on Instagram a while ago, is that when we drink alcohol or when we take drugs, essentially what happens is cortisol, which is the stress hormone, which let's imagine it's really high from having a really stressful week at work, um, cortisol levels will drop as soon as you have your first drink. Wake up in the morning, cortisol levels will not only have returned to baseline, but they'll have returned to a higher baseline. So your stress will then be higher going into Sunday, Monday, and just making your week even more stressful. What, what do you think happens on Monday? You make bad decisions, you're not in a good mood, your nutrition's bad, you don't train, and then cortisol begins to drop ever so slowly, returns back to that original baseline, and then you go and do it all over again, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, drinking, bevying, and it's just a never-ending cycle, as I talked about. Um... It's the same with drugs, like drugs is even more of a, most drugs, I wouldn't want to go into the details of each one specifically, but it's, it's even more of a steeper drop when it comes to cortisol, even more of a, a steeper spike with stress um, for most drugs. Um, so what I basically believe right now is it's like, if you are genuinely struggling with the idea of this small town mentality and you keep going and getting smashed every single fucking weekend to forget all your worries, you're shooting yourself in the foot. You're never going to get out of the cycle. Sometimes you do just need to go, you know what? I'm going to step away from alcohol for a month. I'm going to step away from alcohol for two months, for even longer than that. Who knows? 
Um, I've done it at the start of this year and I've not that I was struggling at the start of the year, but I've probably never had a better relationship with alcohol and I've got limits now um, and I'm happier and I've got more energy and blah, 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 all these kind of things. Um, next one is like, do you have connection? Connection in terms of friends, family, socializing, relationships. Um, and connection is possibly like, again, you could be talking about teams as well, like team teammates. And uh, connection is something that every single human being craves. Um, be that like one-to-one connection or connection with a group. Um, we are connected beings. There's a reason that we in history created tribes, we created towns, we created cities, we came together and created workplaces, we created teams. It's because humans love connection. It's because humans love to be together. As much as you may think, I just like being on my own and I'm a loner and I like doing things. Yeah, that's okay. You can do things on your own, but humans get the most pleasure and the most um what's the word i'm looking for here i can't actually think of it but we work the best when we're together and if we have no connection this is one of the main things that comes up when it comes to um depression and when it comes to anxiety and all these sort of problems that is that people find that when there's a lack of connection through friends family and essentially just being a loner like that's when depression's at its highest most people with the highest levels of depression um, tend to lack connection, be that with, a, as I said, a team, friends, family, um, or a group of friends. Um, and trust me, good people make shit environments better. Um, if you've got good people around you, no matter where you are, I mean, trust me, I've been in some fucking shit hostels in Australia, like bunk bed and a guy on the top bunk bed pissed the bed and all oh, there's piss dripping down. And, but it was a good time. It was a good time. It was, it was, um, it was fun. Honestly, it was fun, even just just because you had good people with you. Like if you're on your own and you've got piss dripping down through the, the mattress onto you, you're probably not having the best of time. Um, and I've actually, you know what? I've actually got one, two, three more. So that was, I think that was a lie. I think it's, I think I have seven. So do you fulfill your highest values on a weekly basis or on a monthly basis? So what's important to you in your life? What do you enjoy doing? Like if I could say to you this, You've got a day off today. It's Wednesday. What are you going to do? Like, what would you love to do on your day off? What would be the thing that you would go, you know what? If I had someone just give me a grand in my bank and was like, see, today you're going to go away and you're going to do this thing. Would it be kayaking? Would it be going to going to a football game? Would it be going to the gym? Would it be going out for a meal with friends? Would it be going for a walk? Would it be just generally like, what do you fucking love spending your time doing? Would you just generally sit and like, fucking watch youtube all day that's fine as well um why can't we do more of that even when we don't have days off or when we do have days off how can we do more things like travel time off fun de-stressing what do you need to spend more time doing that you actually enjoy because i think a lot of people we know what we love we maybe love fucking playing xbox but we're like no can't do it don't have time working too much got this on got that on we don't spend time doing the things that we actually enjoy doing. Therefore, we don't fulfill our values. Um, and then, once again, we end up going, oh, I fucking hate my life, hate this, hate that. Not got time to do anything. Create time for it. If you like doing it, create time for it. Um, I'll use the old fucking um, question of go and check your screen time. How much, have you, how much time have you spent on your phone? And don't tell me you don't have time to go and do something else. Um, it's, it's true. I'm sorry, but it is. Even for myself. Um, and also like you could flip that around what do you actually need to spend less time doing um, typically that's related to like work 
typically that's related to fucking procrastination and sitting on your phone watching goats doing backflips on on TikTok. Um, do you have any life goals? Like actually having a goal, actually having a drive external to like maybe your work. Like what what do you want your life to look like? What what are you actually working towards? What's today's goal? What's what's this week's goal? What's this month's goal? What's the next six months goal? Where do you want your life to look? What do you want your life to look like in one year's time? Like, what do you want to be doing differently? What does that look like? What does it feel like? What are you doing? What job are you doing? Like, where are you living? Like, what is it that you're saving up for? Like having goals, having intentions can really help you drive motivation on a daily basis. Um, without that, we're kind of just floating around. And this is why we end up returning to it again and again. This is why we end up fucking really not enjoying our life and enjoying the environment that we live in. Um, it's funny because like, the same environment that I now live in, like if I walked out my front door two years ago, I would have been so unhappy and so frustrated at where I was living and what I was doing. But now I walk out my front door and I'm like fucking pretty chuffed with how I'm more than pretty chuffed. I'm fucking delighted with like the flat that I live in. I'm delighted with the position that I'm in now. Um, but chuck me in the same environment two years ago, I would have been fucking so pissed off because I wouldn't have been doing any of these things that I've just talked about. And the last thing is like actually working on yourself. Now, this is like one of the most important parts, like actually working on your self-worth, your self-confidence. Like what are you doing to work on you? Because as I talked about, the problem is not external. It's not the environment. The environment can make a difference, but the main thing that you need to work on is the vehicle that does that, that, that moves around. And that's you. Because if the vehicle's not fixed, it's just going to be, it's like, imagine a fucking, an old, um, an old Corsa that's got fucking, the rims hanging off, the windows smashed. Um, you drive that Corsa from Forfar to fucking Madrid. It's still going to look the same. It's still going to run like shit. It's going to look like shit, but it's just going to be in a slightly sunnier, sunnier environment. That's kind of you. If you don't fix yourself, you don't fix the windows, fix the fix the rims, make the car look nice and make it feel nice and make it run nice, then it's just going to be another shit vehicle in a slightly nice, nicer looking place with the same problems and the same issues. So... How can you work on the gaps within yourself? Now, the way that I found that works best for me in terms of working on myself is, again, I'll say it again, it's an easy little market employee, but I fucking hired a coach. I hired someone that's been there and done that and had the same problems as me. Um, and he knows how to navigate himself and other people out of that situation. That was number one. I signed up with this coach three years ago and I'm still with him now because I couldn't see really my life without it. Um, podcasts, books, Therapy is not something that I've done, but I would probably say that it's going to be really helpful. Um, talking to others, asking yourself difficult questions. Like that's one that's hard as well. Like sometimes I ask myself the best questions when I'm actually just out on a walk on my own and begin to actually think like, fuck, like what do I actually want right now? Like what am I actually doing with my life right now? And where do I want it to, where do I want it to be? And asking yourself those difficult fucking questions is hard. You know those questions that if you were to go and ask it to your brother or your sister or your best mate, you would actually feel a little bit uneasy asking them. You'd go, so, mate, like, what are you actually doing with your life? Or, like, what do you actually want? What, Like, imagine asking yourself this question. What happens in six months or a year's time if nothing changes? Like, what what happens in a year's time? Where will you be? How will you feel? What will you be doing with your life? What will be different with your job? Will you have made any more money if fucking nothing changes? 
ask yourself that question in a year's time if nothing changes absolutely nothing from what's happening now how will i be it could be a good place by the way it's not always going to be a negative place but i'm more talking to the person that feels like they're in a negative place if nothing changes in a year's time i've said this for the fourth time now how will your life look and are you actually proud of that are you happy with that or are you actually fucking scared and disgusted at what that might look like and you might go fuck shit that doesn't sound good um so that's something that i i really want to ask you um and ask yourself so and last thing that i kind of want to touch on is like i honestly believe like and this is just kind of like a little bit of a i don't know what you would call it it's just a just a little bit of an idea about like my main intention for this program and my main intention from this program right now is i'm obviously doing a lot of kind of work with the pre-season athletes i'm doing a lot of work with like the nine to five athlete, but there's like a kind of ulterior motive behind this all. And it's, it's not to turn every single client that comes in my door or comes into the program into a, a book reading self-development weirdo that does fucking yoga three times a day and stretches all the time. And like, it's just this like proper Zen monk like figure that just doesn't touch a drink because that's not what it's about. What I want to try and do is like have a make a dent in the industry, but also make a dent in like this surrounding area. And this kind of touches on what this whole podcast has been about. And it's been about small town mentality. If I can make a small dent, like I've let's go on True Coach right now and let's actually see how many people I've worked with. Um, so I have worked with, let me just get this up. So 70 people currently in the program. And then in the archive, there's 142 people. So I have worked with do the mass Ryan, um, like um, if I'm counting extra people, I've probably worked with like, I'm just trying to think of some people that weren't on True Coach, probably like 200 and 220 people, let's say. I probably worked with around about 220 people. And these people are pretty much, uh, other than like the odd person from like Australia and the odd person from down in England and a couple in Ireland, stuff like that. That's a fucking decent dent that I've made. Don't get me wrong. A lot of these people I worked with in the early days, and I don't think I maybe gave them exactly what the people are getting in the program now. It's an elevated process now. Like, it's better than it's ever been, in my opinion. Um, but I truly believe that, like, over time, I can make a fucking massive dent in the mindset, the small-town mentality within this area for, for Kerry, Breakin, Montrose, um, Dundee that might seem naive to you you might seem fuck off Ryan like what are you actually going to be able to do but I, tr I honestly truly believe that like I believe that through working with over 200 people that then has a knock-on effect and you speak to a friend and you have a conversation with another person and let's say for example I work with two people in a friend group of six those two people begin to start adopting a slightly different mindset of self-development and growth mindset and it's not a small town small town mentality anymore when they don't think they can achieve anything and they think they need to just settle for average that then rubs off on the group chat and people then go oh, you know what fuck uh, robbie's not going out this weekend so fuck i might not oh, we're going to do something like we're going to go fucking walk a monroe on sunday again as i said we're not turning people into fucking monroe baggers or anything like that but um it then has a knock-on effect and then you have kids and then you kind of learn some stuff from this program, hopefully about kind of how to better perform as a human and mentally and physically. And then that knocks onto your child and then it knocks onto your family and your family starts eating a little bit better and they start training in the gym. And it's a fucking snowball effect. It truly is. And that's why I think this, like, that's why I feel like my job's so important 
I'm not fucking Jesus or anything like that. I'm not going around spreading the word of the Bible and telling everyone fucking the 95 athlete is great. However, maybe this naivety in the way that I think is probably why I'll keep going and why I'll keep pushing this program forward is because I do genuinely think it can make a difference. Like, see, if I go into the boozer on a Saturday night, it's funny the conversations that I'll have. Like, people almost feel like a little bit uneasy speaking to me in the boozer because of some of the things that I've maybe said on Instagram about, like, reducing alcohol intake and stuff like that. And people maybe feel a little bit uneasy around me and having conversations with me about kind of what they're what they're up to. And I don't want that to be the case because I'm fucking not judgmental in that sense. Like, um, I'm still in the boozer every now and again. I was fucking absolutely steaming two weeks ago down at the cricket club. It's not something that I'll never do again, I don't think. Um, But it then it brings awareness to people and people are beginning to think about this and beginning to think about what their life could look like. And again, it's not one right way to live your life and there's not one wrong way to live your life. But there's a way that I truly believe can result in longevity and can result in happiness over a longer period of time and can result in you genuinely having a happier, healthier life. Um, and yeah, honestly believe that. I wouldn't have said it five times if I didn't. Um, so yeah, guys, hopefully you enjoyed that podcast. If you have listened to this podcast, please, please share it because actually I felt like I got a good message across there and I felt like, I feel like a lot of people need to hear that, um, especially in this area. So like if you have listened to this, what you can do is you can share it to your Instagram story, share it to your Facebook, copy the link, um, and then you know how you on Instagram now you can go and add a link. So you know the place where you can add like you can add a photo or you can add like a um a meme or you can add like a, a gif. And you can go in there and you can add a link and then you can add a link to the Spotify thing. Um well for to the Spotify episode. That would be really good. Really could, really good. Um and if you can also, um, if it would be no problem, if you can rate my podcast out of five um, if you haven't already. It just helps it kind of push the algorithm and, and stuff like that. So thank you very much for listening. Hopefully hopefully you took away something from that. And also, please give me a message if you have listened as well. Drop me a message on Instagram. Just let me know what you thought. Let me know if you think I'm a blithering bastard um, or let me know if this is something you can relate to. Thank you very much for listening.